The Sports Gambling Podcast is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use the promo code SGP50 to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today where you play, you win, and you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by Play Balto. The Sports Gambling Podcast has partnered up with PlayBalto.com for our March Madness Bracket Challenge. If you have the best bracket on Balto, you win $1,000. If you refer the person who has the best bracket, you win $5,000. If you have a perfect bracket, you win $100,000. So head to PlayBalto.com. You can also head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash madness to enter the SGP pool. And finally, the Sports Gambling Podcast is also sponsored by FanVest. FanVest Vagering Exchange will be the stock market for sports. FanVest is a digital exchange that lets you invest in and trade sports teams like stocks to monetize your sports knowledge without losing your wallet. On Sunday, March the 17th, FanVest are launching a free-to-play March Madness portfolio challenge where you can win a $5,000 cash prize for the winning portfolio. On Selection Sunday, sign up for free on FanVestWageringExchange.com to instantly receive a 1000 fan bucks to build a portfolio of your teams that you think will advance. That name again, FanVestWageringExchange.com. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. The Sports Gambling Podcast is trying to give away $1,000 in their quest for 10,000 followers. If the Twitter handle at Gambling Podcast gets to 10,000 followers before the 18th of March, they will give away $1,000 to one random follower. All you need to do to enter is include the hashtag SGP10K. That's the number 10K. So SGP10K and at Gambling Podcast in a tweet. There's no sports in that. It's at Gambling Podcast in the tweet. You have unlimited entries, so make sure you go for it. It ends on the 18th of March. That's hashtag SGP10K and at Gambling Podcast. So let's move on with the EPL show, where the locks on this show currently sit at 32 and 8. This weekend, we only have a handful of Premier League games, and we also have a handful of FA Cup games as we approach the FA Cup quarterfinals. We are going to quickly get through those Premier League games first, and we start at three o'clock tomorrow with Bournemouth versus Newcastle, where Bournemouth are the six to five favourites. It's 12 to five the draw and it's 13 to five on Newcastle. I think Newcastle now have got to the got to the point where they are safe. I think Bournemouth are looking for a higher finish as possible. Uh, Bournemouth are a relatively decent team at home. They have been beating the smaller teams at home, which is why they have a decent league position. Newcastle are not very good travellers, especially when they go... Um, more south they've got a terrible record in London and I just don't see Newcastle travelling 
seven hours to Bournemouth tomorrow and picking up a result. Um, I don't see the motivation for it. Uh, they made uh, an incredible comeback last week against Everton at home. That was inspiring. And uh, I think that may be the win that cements Newcastle's status in the Premier League this season. I'm going to go for Bournemouth here for a home win. Up next, you've got Burnley versus Leicester, where Burnley are 2-1. to one. It's 9-4 to, to draw and 11-8 to eight on, New, uh, on Leicester. Um, Burnley made a good showing at Liverpool last week. They were a goal up and were still in it to the end. They were the ones that were pressing for an equaliser before they got caught and ended up losing the game 4-2. But they looked good in patches last week. Um, defensively, if they want to be in a defensive game, they'll be in a defensive game. If they if they want to be in an attacking game, they can do that as well. Uh, you'll find that once the first goal goes in against Burnley, then then they will they aren't hesitant to be involved in a shootout. It also depends on how um, relaxing the situation is for them in terms of uh, how many points above the relegation zone they are or how close to the relegation zone they are. I think. At this point, Burnley in a relatively safe position, so we may actually this this may break out into a, a football match, and uh, I think if that does happen, despite the fact it's at Burnley, I think that Leicester win a football match here against Burnley, and I'm going to go for Leicester here to to win this game. Up next, you got West Ham versus Huddersfield, where West Ham are the four to six favourites to win this game, twenty nine to ten to draw, and five to one on Huddersfield. Now. I don't see how Huddersfield get anything here at West Ham. Um, West Ham were unlucky not to win at Huddersfield when Huddersfield still had a chance to stay in this league. They're now a relegated team with no chance of staying up. West Ham will still have goals uh, like a lot of these teams that we've mentioned to finish as high as possible. This isn't a mouthwatering Premier League program. It is a lot of games that are seemingly irrelevant. The most significant game is happening uh, tomorrow with Fulham versus Liverpool. So here I'm going to play it simple. I'm going to go against Huddersfield and not so much for West Ham but this is a bet against Huddersfield and it's West Ham to win this one. Up next, Fulham versus Liverpool, which is the main game this week where Fulham are the 10-1 underdogs, 11-2 to draw and 2-9 to on Liverpool. Um, yeah, Fulham's defence this season has been shocking. That's the reason why they are where they're at and obviously the attack hasn't stepped up either. Otherwise, they would be in multi-goal games where we're cashing continuously at over two and a half goals. That's not the case because Fulham haven't made their contribution at either end of the pitch. Uh, I do think this one does go over two and a half goals. Uh, but it's going to be because Liverpool uh, are battering this team and um, obviously this result will send Liverpool to the top of the table and Manchester City will need to then win their uh, win their game in hand which I feel that they will be able to, to do because I've looked at Man City's running and I'm still confident that they'll win the title but here I've gone for Liverpool and over two and a half goals here at four to six as the bet for this game. Finishing off this weekend's Premier League programme, we look at Everton versus Chelsea, where Everton are three to one underdogs. It's five to two to draw, and it's ten to eleven on Chelsea. Um, Everton, Jesus, like these two managers are the most likely to get sacked, but Marco Silva has has really not done anything at Everton at all. I don't see how they're any better than 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 where they were when Sam Allardyce came in. They're supposed to be playing this brand of football, at least at Chelsea. 
you can see what Sarri's trying to do. He's had a quarterfinal run in the um, in the Europa League. Uh, they were top for a little period at the top of the season, and, and they're still in the race for the Champions League. Now, Everton weren't expected to compete for Champions League, but they're not expected to be clinging on to a top-half finish. Um, they, they let a two-goal lead go against Newcastle last week, and Silva looked completely rattled and used every excuse in the book. Sometimes Everton turn up against big teams, but here I'm just going to... Um, just go for Chelsea because they did win 5-0 against Dynamo Kiev in midweek and I just feel that um, this fourth place spot is really hotting up because it's no longer fourth place it's two it's two from four that can finish anywhere between third and sixth. If Tottenham now finish sixth this season, it's not going to be a big surprise because they've really let themselves go in recent weeks only picking up one point out of a possible 12. So um, it could be any one of Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United that finish in the top four and there are two places to occupy. It's going to get very interesting and I think Chelsea will will need to win somewhere like Everton, a team that are very, very hit and miss this season and I'm expecting uh, another miss from them this weekend. Moving on to the FA Cup games, the FA Cup quarterfinals, and we start with the early kickoff between Watford and Crystal Palace, and uh, we have Watford here at six to four, twenty-three to ten the draw, and two to one on Crystal Palace. Obviously, going into this game, Crystal Palace have a little bit more uh, FA Cup pedigree; they're a more long-term Premier League team. However, Watford are the ones that have had a better season, haven't at all been involved in a, uh, a relegation scrap this season. They also um, rested all of their players last week, or a vast majority of them did not bother with the Manchester City game, which was very controversial for some people. But for me, it makes perfect sense. This is what people should have been doing ages ago. This is a winnable competition. If the likes of Leicester are taking this seriously, instead of building shitty second teams the whole time, um, they may have been here in a quarterfinal. And now when you get to this stage, you need to take it seriously. Watford themselves were guilty of it as well, but they did have um, a relatively comfortable draw to get here. So I can understand why they've decided to take it seriously. You can't criticise a team for taking the FA Cup seriously when all you do before that is criticise teams for not taking it seriously. So how can these managers win? Uh, it's up to them what they prioritise and when. And here, Watford have prioritised this competition. They've made sure they've got no injuries. And I think that's going to be enough to carry them through here. Um, I'm mentioning this because it's going to feature later on in the show. I'm looking at the qualification price for this game more so than the 90 minutes. And Watford are 6-4 to four and Crystal Palace are 11-10. to 10. Remember, there's extra time and penalties tomorrow. There's no replays in the FA Cup quarterfinal. So this will be settled tomorrow. And I just have a feeling that Watford are going into the hat. And I love Watford to qualify here at 4-6 to six if they can't get it done in the 90 minutes where it's 6-4. to four. Up next, you've got Swansea City versus Manchester City, where Manchester City are the one to eight favourites. Uh, Swansea are 20 to one, and it's seven to one the draw. We saw City score seven in midweek. I'm not expecting them to score seven, but I am expecting them to go comfortably through. Here I'm taking Manchester City on the minus one handicap. It's available at... Sorry, I'm getting a plus one Man City here. It's available at two to five. I know that's outside the realm of what we usually pick, but I'm not going to go fishing around in this game for an additional pick. Um, I was lucky to win 
my pick on Man City in midweek where I picked Man City and Gabriel Jesus to score. I expected Jesus to start that game and he didn't and came on and still scored. So the bet still cashed. But um, obviously here, I would think that Jesus is the striker. And if he is, that is an option for you for Jesus to score and Manchester City to qualify or Manchester City to win. Um Either way, Manchester City's name is already in the hat. They're going to have no problems getting past uh, Championship Swansea here. A team that will have more problems than them are Manchester United because they've been handed the tough tasks of travelling to Wolves. As a Man United fan, this isn't one of the draws I wanted. Obviously, Man City away or, or Man City whatsoever was the worst draw. So Man City away was number one. Man City at home was number two. And then number three for the worst draw here in this round was Wolves away. And fortunately, that's what we've got. Um, a home tie is obviously preferential here, but that's not what's happened. Uh, it's, it's just a case for me if Man United are going to hit some kind of slide now after Ola Solskjaer's first league defeat. Now, his first actual defeat was against Paris Saint-Germain, resulted in no slide at all. He managed to just recuperate the team, get them back on track and, uh, and, and carry on on the winning path. Now, here, um, they've lost to Arsenal. I am going to put that down to the hangover of his best ever result of his career, which was a 3-1 win at Paris Saint-Germain. And there was obviously some kind of hangover there. Man United didn't even start that game for 35 minutes until until Arsenal scored. Man United weren't in it. And then they had a sack full of chances. This wasn't Lukaku's best game, although I'm not going to shit on Lukaku because he has been decent since he's come into the side. Uh, I'm going to go for Manchester United to qualify here at 4-6. to six. I think that they will manage to get by Wolves after getting past Chelsea and Arsenal away in this competition I'm very reluctant to pick against us getting through in the next round and this will lead to a semi-final at Wembley where hopefully we can avoid Manchester City because I think people will be wanting to see a Manchester uh, FA Cup final and in order to do so United will need to progress here up next the final game happens on Sunday where Millwall take on Brighton Brighton are the favourites here to win this game in 90 minutes. They are at 11 to 10. It's 23 to 10 to draw and 13 to 5 on Millwall. Now, Millwall have managed to get through to this stage by beating Everton 3-2. But as we spoke about earlier, Everton are a real Jekyll and Hyde team and they're very... It's, very, it's just a lottery when Everton decide to, to turn up. Um, Brighton, I feel, are struggling in the Premier League because they just don't have good players. They don't have good enough players to, to be any higher than where they are in the league. But I do think they have better players than Millwall. And I do think that they've been eyeing up this this game as an opportunity for Brighton to really achieve something other than Premier League survival, then this would be the next step. An FA Cup semi-final would certainly be the next step up for Brighton. Again, I'm not loving the price on, on Brighton to win the game in 90 minutes, but overall, I do see Brighton qualifying and that's available at 8 to 13. Closing out with the lock dog parlay on this show, um, I'm going to give you two this week because I'm going to give you one from the FA Cup and I'm going to give you one from the Premier League. So let's start with the FA Cup. The lock is going to be West Ham at four to six to beat Huddersfield. I just don't see why Huddersfield will win any more games this season, especially away from home. I think West Ham for me are a certainty there. 
the lock in the FA Cup. I'm on the fence as to whether to go with Watford's home advantage or the fact that I feel that Manchester United are going to win this competition. Um, I'm not going to pick my own team. So I'm going to go with Watford to qualify here at four to six against Crystal Palace. I feel that resting players last week will be significant. They're a the better team in the league. They're in a better league position. I think they have the better players. I think Watford will end up in the hat for the semi-finals of the FA Cup. Moving on to the dog play, it's been difficult for me to find one because I don't like one. There isn't an underdog this weekend that stands out to me. I've taken Bournemouth at home. I've taken West Ham to beat Huddersfield. I think Liverpool beat Fulham. Uh, I don't think Everton are going to do anything against Chelsea in the FA Cup. I'm pretty much going for all the pre- well, I am going for all the Premier League teams to qualify and all Premier League final four. So it's difficult for me to pick an underdog when there isn't an underdog for me to pick. I guess. At a reach, if I was to look through here and 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 try and find you an underdog, I'm going to go for um, Manchester United to win in 90 minutes and uh, both teams to score because I still don't think that Manchester United have tightened up that defence and that's available at a massive four to one, so pretty much as big as a dog as as we do here and uh, I'm still I still think it's a decent bet. It's not going to be a massive surprise if Man United win this game two one tomorrow or three one or even if we have loads of goals. But Wolves are a good attacking team and expecting a relatively entertaining game there with Man United hopefully progressing through to the next round. Closing out with the parlay on this show, um, I've gone for Liverpool in the Premier League, so that's a no-brainer for me. And then I've gone for two FA Cup selections. I've gone for Brighton to qualify, and I've gone for Manchester United to qualify. So there's Brighton to qualify, Man United to qualify, Liverpool in 90 minutes. £100 on that wins you 315 I do think that that bet hinges on Manchester United. I'm strongly expecting uh, Brighton and Liverpool to qualify, but let's not make no mistake about it. Manchester United have a tough tie and they will be, they are presented with the much tougher end of giving people the uh, Manchester Derby FA Cup final that people are hoping for between Manchester City and Manchester United at Wembley in May. I believe it's on May the 18th, but I haven't, I haven't checked that. Don't take my word for it. It's definitely around about that time. Yeah, it is. It's May the 18th. I just had a look now. So, that concludes this edition of the EPL show with your FA Cup quarterfinals added to it. Don't forget where you can check me out on lockbetting.com where there will be a European show available by the time you've listened to this. Um, the European show stands at 21 and 5 on its locks. And the one thing I always say about that show is all of the picks are great because I go through all of the games in Europe, which is about 60, 70 games, and I narrow it down simply to eight to nine games I want to choose from and then the lock is obviously rock solid on that show there's also a dog there's also a parlay and the official picks will be given out on my website at lockbetting.com depending on the package that you're on obviously you guys listened to the Champions League show this week which was a clean sweep 3-0 lock dog and parlay so we are back on track with the Champions League thankfully where Juventus pulled out an unbelievable comeback the Champions League was full of great comebacks and the eight teams that got through all deserve to be there I will be doing a show after the Champions League draw and that will be available on Monday we'll be looking at the very 
um, the very early lines for the outright qualifiers. We'll also be looking at the outright tournament and that will be available here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That will be available around about Monday. So make sure that you check that out right here. And of course, by the end of the weekend, the opportunity to win $1,000 will be over. So make sure you get your tweets in. Hashtag SGP10K. And the Twitter handle for that is at Gambling Podcast. That is it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And Michael Jackson is innocent. Thanks for listening. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.